Is my mic fine? Do I need to change anything? No, you're cool. Like, the only I'm... problem I ever had with yeah. you is I had to cut out all of the ums. <laughs> uh, in Vegas, I would just have the, um, <laughs> the playback at, like, 30% extra speed. What's that? Or yeah. 200% extra speed. So I would just be listening on it at, like, higher speed. And whenever I heard something, I would just stop, go back. And it got to the point, honestly, where I could, like, see the waveform of the arm. And yeah. Out without... <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly what I was doing when editing. Like, I would just see the waveform, and I'm like, it's coming, he's gonna say it, he's gonna say it. And then, <laughs> and it's just the biggest, like, and I'm like, and, uh... And I'm like, yep, there it is! <laughs> Welcome to Super Peel Out, where hedgehogs go fast and the cannon doesn't matter, just like our uh, recording schedule. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yes, it does. Oh dear, it's been it's been it's over been... over a year. It's been literally over a year. Year and a half. Oh dear. Um, I guess in terms that we probably should give at least a some explanation for why we haven't been able to record in the past. Wavy hat. Dear God. Um, I mean, all I really gotta say is I've just been kind of busy with things. I think we've both just been kind of busy. Yeah, just um, like but, life stuff. Like, it's, yeah. It's kind of hard, well, even with just two people, it's kind of hard. Especially like, oh my across God, yeah. the world to just walk yeah. any time to record mm. Things for like an hour or whatever, however long. That is absolutely true, but I'm I'm here now. Dude, I have things. Like my the, the 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 things have been put together. Life has been kind of sorted out a little bit more, and I think I'm more able to do these more frequently. So let's hope that we can actually. I want to hopefully get us to a point where we've talked about every Sonic game. Obviously, I don't think we have to do every, like, I don't think we can do a full episode just on something like freaking, what is it, Sonic Game World on the Sega Pico. I don't think, I don't think we're going to be able to fill that out. It'd be yeah. awesome if we could, we but. Could, uh, we could uh, do an episode on Waku Waku Sonic Patrol Car. We could. And we should, honestly, if we did an episode on that and it was a full episode, the episode would be, like, several times longer than the whole game. <laughs> so, that would, that would be, that'd be a little difficult. I do actually want to go back and play through those a few more times, like the Waku Waku Sonic Patrol Car and Sega Sonic Cosmo Fighter. One of my, it's like, it would be like a, a bucket list dream goal. For me to actually find, like, on the roof of a random Japanese mall, one of those machines still operating. The one thing don't... is, you used to not be able to emulate it, but now it's been available for, like, ten years. Yeah, you can emulate it, but I feel like even if you emulate it, you're not getting the full experience of being crammed in a little plastic car made for small children. A genuine you know? Waku Waku experience. Exactly. It's part of. It's like the same. It's like you can emulate Sega Sonic Popcorn Shop, but unless you get some really bad popcorn out of the machine, I don't think you're. You can you really say you've experienced Sega Sonic Popcorn Shop? I don't think so. 
I don't know if I would eat the Sonic popcorn. I know that there's a lot of people that make the very, very brave sacrifice of their intestinal tract by eating the Sonic curry. But, and I haven't done that. But, oh yeah, no, the Sonic curry that's blue. The blue vomit. Yeah, oh my god. I've heard that it definitely, it definitely ravages your innards. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm that devoted to Sonic to sacrifice to sacrifice my body for him, but you know, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Anyways. So, yes, we've been gone for about a year and a half, and the last thing I think the last thing we put out was May twenty one. But here's the weird thing: is we still have downloads. We got thirty two downloads this year. Even though let's we go. Anything that we had no promotion. <laughs> let's go no that's hype that's hype let's go sonic fans because like we were saying that we were because you said oh yeah maybe if we do like 10 episodes i'll do social media and promote it and stuff but we just never ended up doing any of that it was yeah just, it was just like well you know I'm really, that's gonna be fans, hey, we have a podcast but that was it so i guess it it's happened. not it's not 2023 yet but that's gonna be our new year's resolution i'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna do this and i think this is an excellent segue for us to talk about what the hell has happened with the Sonic brand since we've been gone. Well, yeah, because we had that one episode where we were just like, what's been happening? Nothing. Yes, which is really funny because now it's like, we've had three game releases, a movie release, almost a show releasing. Anything else? We got a whole ton of merchandise. I I don't really do the merchandise stuff, but there's a lot of it. You do not. I think Sonic was in Fall Guys. That happened, I think. Yes, it did. There's a Roblox game, I think now. And uh, Sonic and Minecraft. Well, Sonic and Minecraft was before that. Eh. Yeah, I remember. I remember Sonic and Minecraft. I played the Switch version of that. That that sucked. The Switch version of that it stuttered. Like, hell. Like, there was times where you would just be running. It can't load the world fast enough. So you would just be running around as Sonic, and it would just freeze for, like, ten seconds as it loads the next part. And then you would run for, like, another five seconds, and then it would freeze again. And that was the whole game. It was awesome. Wonderful use of mine coins. I'm sure if you played it on PC, it would be fine, because your computer could run it. But on Switch? Oh my god, it was horrible. Well, on PC, most people play the other version of Minecraft that won't have. Exactly, I know. Everyone plays Java Minecraft. No one, no one plays Bedrock. So, I think we should uh, mention that Yuji Naka is in jail. Yeah, he is. It's kind of sad, you know? Like, I know that there's a lot... I mean, oh my god, we could do a whole... We could do a whole thing on just Yuji Naka. Because Because he's... we kind of did. I yeah, but I mean, like we could do another one. <laughs> the fall of Yuji Naka. I mean, I don't think it's much of a fall. He's like, I definitely think he's one of the most interesting game developer, like people, producer, men, dudes, uh, out there. Because not only, not only is his game library like the the works that he has produced, not only are they very very unique. They all have, like, a very similar, I guess, soul to them. That's why I really like it. I want to play all of the games that he's made. I've played most of them. I haven't played... There's a handful of games of his that I haven't played yet. 
mostly like uh what have I not played? Mostly stuff from like his probe works. I did play Ivy the Kiwi and I played Rodea the Sky Soldier and like Let's Catch and Let's Tap. Um uh, oh, pretty recent re- I've played Ivy the Kiwi and Let's Catch and Let's Tap pretty recently. Not Rodea. I played Rodea years ago. But um I think there were some other games of his that I haven't played yet. Well, the last episode we did was a pre-Ballon Wonderworld, and that came out. And yes, we are in a post-Ballon society. It's vaguely Sonic-related, so I don't know if you wanted to do an episode on I feel like you could, just because it's so strange, and there's so much odd stuff in it. That's true. I mean, I feel like, every, I think Ballon, actually, I think now is a good time to talk about Ballon. Or I guess in the future is a good time to talk about Ballon, just because... I don't know, I think, I think Balan, that's kind of also why I want to do a Sonic Forces video, or uh, episode, or whatever, because I think when those games came out, there was a bit of, like, a negativity hype train around them, I feel like there was a lot of people, like, yes, those games definitely weren't model examples of fantastic game design, but I definitely think that when they're kind of in the spotlight, there's a very large sort of hype train of, like, people that want to just see it get torn apart. And I don't think either of those games are as bad as... I mean, I don't think either of those games are fantastic, but I don't think that either of those games are as bad as everyone says they are. And I think that it's a better... I think it's better to talk about stuff like that well after the fact so that you kind of can have a more simmered retrospective perspective on it rather than just kind of trying to either defend against the 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 anti-hype train or be a part of the anti-hype train i think Balan is weird i could do a video i want to replay it i i bought i bought it on ps4 because i didn't have anything else that could run it i mean i guess i could have bought it on pc but i don't like really playing on pc that much i bought it on ps4 and that's where i played played it through on and then later later in the year, I got an Xbox Series X. And I'm like, I want to buy Balan Wonderworld on this. I want to get the next-gen 4K Balan experience. Because I have a base PS4. I don't have a PS4 Pro or anything. Um, I don't even have a 4K TV, which is the funny part. But I do have a Series X, and I did. I, I saw Balan Wonderworld. It's actually super cheap. It's even cheaper now than when I bought it. Because I bought it, I think, for $10, and I thought, ha! I think right now you can get Bell and Wonderworld on Xbox for like three bucks. No one wants it. It's in like turbo clearance. It's awesome. Literally no one wants it. You can't sell that game even if you gave it away. Which I think is kind of funny but also sad. But you know, it's Balan. It's Balan. Balan's cool. He's our friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Yuchidaka was in jail for insider trade. Oh, what, what was it? Oh, insider trading, insider yes. Insider trading on Dragon Quest. On Dragon Quest, yep. You hate to see it. I think, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, it is, it is a crime. He's, he deserves to go to jail for, for, for committing a crime. But, like, man, it does not help his... I feel like a lot of people, he's been, he's been, Yuji Naka has just been in the rough. It seems like he can't uh, get a break, but also... He really can't, because, like, there was also that whole thing... So, Balan Wonderworld did not review critically well, and did not, was not a bestseller. And, uh, Yuji Naka was obviously aware of this. And he kind of, like, had a meltdown on Twitter about it. 
because he went to court over it actually because apparently like I don't I don't remember the the detail the super details on this but apparently like he saw that things weren't going his way or something like that I'm probably getting this wrong but like I think basically like if I recall the gist of it Yuji Naka filed like a like a court case for Bell and Wonderworld due to the fact that he like I think something was going wrong during development and he wasn't able to do anything about it and I think they kicked him out they kicked him out of like the development team and I think that's kind of why he sued I I think and basically because of that he hard he like harbored this really petty kind of grudge against Naoto Oshima, uh, the the designer of Battle and Wonderworld, the co-producer of Battle and Wonderworld, and uh, the main designer of Sonic. And I believe it was during a... I think we were celebrating the, the anniversary of Nights in the Dreams, and he posted a picture of the dev team, but he scribbled out Naoto Oshima's face. Oh, I remember this, yeah. And every time anyone in the replies was like yo why why are you do it why are you doing oshima dirty bro he would just like block them on the spot and i think that that caused a lot of trolls to come out of the the woodwork and give him trouble for that i don't like it when people just kind of troll just random devs like i don't know it's just kind of internet culture it's the same kind of thing maybe not the same kind of thing but we saw a very similar sort of I guess, I don't even know how to describe it, mob. Uh, we had a very similar mob with the whole Bayonetta 3 incident that happened more recently. But the Twitter mob definitely did come out for Yuji Naka. I remember he had to, I don't think he went private, but he definitely did, like, hide every mention and, like, block people that would talk about Naoto Oshima. I actually did manage to get away because I didn't actually, I, I did reply to it because I did think it was a little bit, weird that he would do Oshima dirty like that but uh I used I used his pen name I used in the credits I think what I did is I, I just posted a picture applied to a, a picture of the Sonic 1 credits where it credited the character design under Big Island which is Naoto Oshima's pen name or like his game dev name because Yuji Naka's was U2 Oshima's is Big Island because that's just a literal translation of his name yeah well, oh, I would have explained that yeah. if you didn't <laughs> Yeah, and all Kojima, being big and small. As, as in Hine, Hine Kojima is Small Island. Yes, Small Island. I believe I posted that, and I don't think Yuji Naka... I think he probably might... He might have seen it, but I don't. he didn't do anything about it. I didn't get blocked. I didn't get uh, my mention. I didn't get my reply muted. So, take take that, Yuji Naka. Get, get, get Naoto Oshima. I, don't, I think cause it's funny, because Naoto Oshima, if you look at his Twitter profile, he's just like the most genuine dude like he'll like retweet sonic fan art and just be like yeah or like knight's fan art and he'll be like thank you for thank you for being a fan and then you have like yuji naka over here scribbling out his colleagues <laughs> i think i mentioned uh on a previous episode that 
that sweary 65 used to follow me because he just followed back everyone but he doesn't follow me anymore and i feel, uh. like, I feel like maybe i tweeted something that he thought was gross because i posted a lot of pictures of bugs but it could have just been the unfollow bug i, I don't know yeah that's true i know i think when it comes to like popular like things that follow everyone the game company treasure like the guys that made gunstar heroes and like dynamite heady they follow me they follow everyone but uh, I think that's pretty much it for famous people. Uh, Toe Jam and Earl follow me. They're cool. I'm a big Toe Jam and Earl fan, so I, I think it's cool that uh, they they follow me. I don't know if they still do or not. The dev for Caves of Cud follows me. I don't know why. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's awesome. Anyways. Yeah, so Yuji Dark is in jail, and a bunch of things happened with Sonic. Yeah, I think we should just briefly go over the five main like we can we can go into more detail for like the individual episodes of all of these uh five points because i'm sure we're going to do individual episodes for each of these five points but i think we should at the very least to keep everyone on the i guess the same page uh, we should probably at least have some brief uh, impressions or thoughts or whatever we want to say about the sort of five big things that they talked about during Sonic Central uh, the last time we saw him. Because it's funny, there was a whole other new Sonic Central that they happened that happened on uh, June 7th uh, this year rather than last year. I really hope they do these things more than once a year because I think, I don't know, the, the whole Nintendo Direct style of announcement is always just fun and i think when every company has one they can be a little bit more frequent because you're like oh boy sonic direct oh boy nintendo direct oh boy sony direct so even if they are kind of like lame at the very least like the frequency of them happening is uh, that that satiates the classic modern gaming hype cycle that also needs to be well oiled but anyways let's talk about the five things shall we so i guess point one sonic symphony did you did you see it? I mean, I did, but how long ago was this? I've completely forgotten. It's been like... that. that the Sonic Symphony definitely happened a lot. It happened last year. It happened closer to our... I would definitely say it happened closer to our last broadcast. Yes, I think than... we were talking about it in the last episode. So it must have been like maybe June, it, July. Did it happen yet? Or Well, obviously because we were talking about the Sonic Central, but did it happen yet? It hadn't happened yet. Yeah, well now it has happened. Anything you want to say about it? It was good. It was good. Apparently they toured, they're starting to tour it, like, to actually be physically seen. I think they were touring it in Brazil? They did an updated version, I believe, in Brazil pretty recently that added Sonic Frontiers music at the end. So that's cool. I don't think they yeah, put I... it here, but, the Sonic one, but I have seen the Zelda one during mm. the last big Zelda anniversary i think it must have been the 25th anniversary no, no. yeah yeah they, they do they did a zelda concert they need to be more video game concerts because especially the sonic one like it it hit man when 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 they were doing the sonic adventure one suite and they were doing the what am i call it the like tails theme i believe or like Sonic's theme, they did It Doesn't Matter with the orchestra. Like, that hit, man. I know a lot of people got really emotional during, like, the the Mega Drive stuff. And they did a, the Game Gear suite. Like, I was not expecting 
freaking Game Gear music to be represented. That was so cool. And the Saturn medley. The Saturn medley was also super cool. Especially how they just kind of snuck in Knight's music there. They snuck in Knight's music. I was so happy. Because, like, they, they just went for it. Like, obviously there weren't that many Sonic games on the Saturn. So they just were like, well, what else is on the Saturn that Sonic Team made? Knights. It's basically a Sonic game. There was, you could play a Sonic in Christmas Nights. It counts. So they added Knights music. And that was just, like, the, it was just the most. It was like the sweetest thing, I guess. I don't, I don't really have a good descriptor, but it was magical. I really, I really liked the Sonic Symphony. I think that the Sonic fan base, the Sonic community, is divided eight trillion different ways. You could say what color you want Sonic's feet to be, and you'll like get mentions up the ass. Let's um, talk about the arms, though. Uh, yeah, and I think, though, that the one thing that is pretty unanimous amongst all Sonic fans is the music is awesome. So I think that celebrating Sonic's anniversary with a concert that kind of brings everyone together for all the music was the smartest thing they could have ever done, and I think it worked out immensely well. And then, like, the ending part... Where they got Crush 40, the ending part where they got, like, the grand finale where they played Live and Learn with both the orchestra and Crush 40, that was the coolest thing ever. That was just actually the coolest thing ever. They have to have Crush 40, but there's gonna be a day where they're not gonna be around anymore, so... No, they aren't. They're immortal. <laughs> they're immortal. They like, will never go old, away. When they get to the 50th anniversary and I'm growing gray hairs, um, I don't know if they'll still be bringing out Crush 40. They better be. Bring, they, they're, they're immortal. I, they can't. They, Crush 40 will never go away. It is, I mean, I don't know. I think, obviously, they haven't, like, the last Sonic game with Crush 40 was Team Sonic Racing. But that was kind of like a special case because since then, before... Team Sonic Racing, it was like, what, Sonic and the Black Knight was the last Sonic game with Crush 40? They did their own thing with, like, Cash Cash and whoever the heck did... Hoobastank did Forces. And I don't even... They had so many different, like, vocal artists that did music for Frontiers. But Crush 40 was not one of them. So I think they've been they've been slowly... Kind of putting Crush 40 on the back burner since, you know, they do be... They still got it. The the orchestra, the, the symphony proved that they still got it. They It was awesome. They pretty much sung all of their Sonic songs. And, yeah, no, they still got it. But obviously, yeah, you are right. They aren't going to be here forever. But, you know, I want to I enjoy their music for as long as possible, baby. I love Crush 40, my favorite band. I'm a Sonic fan. But anyways, I guess that that's probably that's probably a good enough for the the concert part, I guess. Unless you know, anything you want to add? Oh look, I'm just going to link it in the show notes so that people can listen to it if they didn't see it. Yeah, and, then, and again, we could probably do a full episode on the the concert itself. To be honest, because I have a lot of things I could say about it. Like they uh, the whole 
how, like, and during the intermission, how they got, like, the guy from Dreams Come True to show up and be all like, yeah, yo, it's me. I made the Sonic 1 OST. I think his name is Masato Nakamura? Could be right? Could be wrong? Dreams Come True guy. He was like, I'm I'm the guy. I, I made, I wrote the music for Sonic 1 and Sonic 2. Hello. I'm gonna make a new rendition of Green Hill Zone from Dreams Come True. And that was cool. I did hear it. It was okay. I think I'm more just tired of the Green Hill melody because I'm a Sonic fan. All Sonic fans are. I don't know, it was cool that he, he paid tribute to his most popular video game song, I guess. Anyways, so then thing number two that happened since our last episode, Sonic Colors Ultimate. That game existed, it released. Did you play it? Did you buy it? No, and I'm going to be very useless because I didn't play Sonic Colors Ultimate, I didn't play Sonic Forces, and I didn't play Sonic the new one. You what? <laughs> I didn't. Sorry. Bruh! Did you at least play the original Sonic Colors? Yes, of course! That's why I Well then, congratulations! You played Sonic Colors Ultimate and you didn't even know it! Uh, Woo! That bad um, Well, I mean... I don't know. I, I just recently played through it. I will say, the launch for that game was so rough. It was so rough. I didn't play it at launch. I played it so much later. But I was I was watching the bugs like everyone else. And that game was so glitchy. Like, unnecessarily glitchy. It was a Wii port. There was no reason why the game needed to have released at that state. But they did. That was cool. But the thing is, I think everyone was like, It's alright. It's fine now. Sonic Colors Ultimate is fine now. They patched it. They patched it. And I played on my Xbox, my Series X, which is apparently one of the better platforms to play. Apparently, don't play it on Switch. I played it on Series X, and with the latest update, with all the patches, I don't think they've patched it in a long time, in a couple of months. I think that game is pretty much, how, how it is now with its updates is pretty much, I think, how it's going to be. And it was still pretty buggy. There was a time where I entered Planet Wisp and the skybox was not there. I think that was the worst bug that happened. There were, I think, a couple times where I, like, fell through things and whatnot. They, I mean, obviously, I think it's not nearly as bad as how it was at launch, but it's still not perfect, and it's still, like, a Wii port. Like, I don't know. And their new stuff that they added was so frivolous. They added, like, cosmetics. Which, like, okay, you can add a particle effect around Sonic. That doesn't really change much. And they also added, like, a Metal Sonic race mode. But you need to collect a certain amount of red rings in each world for the Metal Sonic race to show up. And the Metal Sonic race itself, you only get one per world. It's really funny when it shows up because it literally, like, it's like a pop-up. It literally looks like a malware pop-up. Or Metal Sonic will just, like, a PNG of Metal Sonic will appear on the screen and will just say, like, do you accept his challenge or whatever? And it's like, okay, that looks really unpolished. And you do the race, and then, like, I think if you beat him, you get, like, currency to buy things in the cosmetic shop. Which, again, like, it's very frivolous. It's pretty much just a re-release of Sonic Colors. I'm not even going to try that. I'm not going to go too into the whole whether or not they made it better or worse than the original because 
it definitely did change a lot of things graphically. There's a lot of, like, bloom, I think, that they put into it. And, like, they changed the lighting. And a lot of people aren't a fan of that. And I honestly think, eh. I think it's kind of... I think it kind of pretty much looks like what I would have expected Sonic Colors to have looked like if it had came out on, like, Xbox 360 or, like, PS3 instead of just on Wii. Because it definitely feels like it has a little bit of flourishes to it, but it still definitely doesn't look like a full remake or anything. But, yeah, no, it was it, it definitely felt like a very weird, rushed port. It, I don't know. It's it was a little disappointing. I feel like I feel like you could have made a much more ultimate version of Sonic Colors. Like it would have been really cool if they even like added a way to play the DS version of Sonic Colors as well as the Wii version because people forget that the DS port even existed. I haven't even played the DS version yet. Uh it's one of the few Sonic games I haven't played. So I, that would have been really cool if I could have had a way to play that, but nope, you just get the Wii game, and it just kind of looks a little bit different, and oh, all the cutscenes are like AI upscaled, so they look really weird, that's cool, um, yeah, I don't know, I think it's just Sonic Colors again, and Sonic Colors, did we do an episode on it? No, we haven't. But honestly, I always liked Sonic Colors. I think Sonic Colors was the exact game. I think Sonic Colors has a lot in common of like... This is kind of jumping a little bit, but... I think Sonic Frontiers and Sonic Colors have the same kind of foundation behind them. In terms of, I feel like both of those games... They exist to give the series what it needs at this time, like, at the time of its release. Because I think Sonic Colors really gave the Sonic brand what it needed at that time, right after 06, Shadow, Unleashed, which was unpopular at the time, but people have warmed up to it now. But Unleashed was really unpopular at the time. And, like, the Wii games, like Black Knight and Secret Rings... After all of those games, Colors really, I think, was what... It was the answer to all of the complaints that people were having with the series for the past, like, five to, like, eight years. Honestly, like, ten years were kind of answered with Colors. And it kind of marked a new beginning for the Sonic brand. And I think Frontiers is very similar, to kind of jump out of order for a bit. I think Frontiers is the same kind of thing. It feels like Frontiers is really answering all of the complaints that people have been having with the Sonic brand for, like, the past 10 or so years. And I think Frontiers is going to mark a new beginning in the brand. I think that's what's make, that, that's what's making everyone so optimistic about Sonic now, which is really great. I really like it. Sonic's back, baby. Yeah, he is. He literally is, though. It's awesome. It's awesome. I'm, I'm... It's so refreshing as a Sonic fan to... Be at a place where I can actually feel optimistic and hopeful about the future of the series. And not just like, oh boy, what are they cooking this time? What are they going to do? <laughs> Is it going to be good? I think I'll mess it up again. They probably will, but it's it feels so nice to be able to like kind of feel secure about the future of the series. If not 
for a little while because obviously knowing Sonic Team, it, this isn't gonna the security isn't gonna last, but it's gonna. I, I feel I feel like at the moment I'm at I'm, I'm, I'm at peace. It's like we, we're gonna get we're gonna get a whole we're gonna get, at least get like a couple more good Sonic games out of this, and then Sonic Team will probably just throw everything away and try something else completely like they always do. But you know. That's how it is. That's how it is, and I'm, 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 I'm happy about that. You know. Yeah, I'm no longer at the point where, for, for where I was when the first movie came out, which was like, oh man, Sonic fans don't really deserve anything good, do we? Yeah. Well, I mean, because that's the other thing is like, I think to talk about the the Sonic community a little bit, or at least what I've experienced. I can't obviously say anything in like a, any definite state. Because obviously I haven't I haven't met every Sonic fan, but the Sonic fans that I have been exposed to and interact with exposed to sounds bad. It sounds like they're toxic. No, they're so I like the Sonic community, but I will say the Sonic, a lot of the Sonic community that I like interactions that I see, it seems like a lot of Sonic fans, probably myself included, are pretty. I'm not gonna say defensive, but it's more like it feels like with every Sonic game, you have to kind of like explain, like, no, wait, no, 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 wait, 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 no, this one, I like, I like it. It's not great, but I like it. Like, I feel like you always have to kind of justify as a Sonic fan which Sonic games you like and why you like them, because like everyone's like, ah, no Sonic games are good, or like it feels like you always have to kind of justify why you think Sonic games are good, or like even like. Even if you're talking about, like, a bad one, like, if I tried to talk about Forces or whatever, I'd be all like, oh, you know, Forces, it's not great, but I've been able to enjoy it more recently or whatever. Like, I feel like, I feel like Sonic fans are always concerned over whether or not the games that they talk about are deemed as good or not, and I think Frontiers being the sort of breath of fresh air, the sort of breath of optimistic air. Hopefully, like, the the Sonic community can kind of just take, like, a step back and just realize, like, we don't really need to keep justifying why the games we like are good. We can just like them, you know? Like, if I want to talk about Sonic Heroes, which is, like, one of my favorite games of all time, and so many people hate Sonic Heroes, I don't need to be, like, Oh, uh, Sonic Heroes is one of my favorite games of all time. I know you guys, I know there's a lot of people that don't like it, and, like, there's a lot of bad parts about it, but, like, I enjoy it a lot. Like, I feel like it's better to, instead of, like, sidestep around the whole, uh, but what if this game actually is bad? Like, if we just be like, yes, Sonic Heroes, my favorite games of all time. I'm going to talk about Sonic Heroes and how much I freaking love that game, and... I'm not going to let anyone stop me, you know? Like, no one... You, I don't know. I could be entirely... This could be just an entirely, like, random side tangent that might not even be true, but I don't know. I feel like the Sonic fans that I've kind of uh, interacted with always seem to be, like, super concerned over their status of the games that they like, and I, I don't think it really matters all that much. Just like what you like, bro. You know? Hi, sorry, I'm back. What were we talking about? Okay. Ah! I think I think that's I think that's uh probably time to move on to thing number three, which was Sonic Origins. That came out. I remember they showed it off at Sonic Central, and by showed it off, they showed off like gameplay of the the ports, like the mobile ports, and like not much else. I said Sonic Three is gonna be in widescreen, and then they said nothing else after that for like over a year, uh, and then it came out. Yeah. Did you did you play Sonic Origins at least? No, I didn't. I did hear things about it. 
You got uh, you got you got I'm not going to lie. You got to I think I think you have a lot of Sonic in your future. That's um, true, but there's too many games these days. Well, it's too many games. But you got to you got to you got to set some time aside for 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 blue for funny blue guy. Funny blue fast man. I mean, obviously I don't think you need to play like Colors Ultimate really. You at least got to play like Forces and Frontiers if we're going to do episodes on them. But Origins, I mean, if you've played the if you've played the other games, you've pretty much played Origins. I got Origins at launch, and probably going to be a very hot take. Very probably going to be a very very searingly scorchingly. Maybe, actually, maybe it's not. Maybe it's a pretty like pretty understandable take. But I bought Sonic Origins, and I think. That was the most disappointing Sonic game I had played probably, I don't even know, probably like since, I would say since like Team Sonic Racing, but like at least, I don't know, Team Sonic Racing was disappointing, but in entirely different reasons. I was extremely disappointed with Sonic Origins, but like, it's not really in any, I, the thing is about Sonic Origins and this will probably, again, we can probably do more on this in a future episode. But the thing is about Sonic Origins is all the problems that I have with it are problems that are, like, hyper-exclusive to me being, like, a weird Sonic nut. And uh, obviously, like, if you've never played, if you've never played a Sonic game, if you've never played the Sonic game and you want to get into, the like, the classic series, like, yeah, Origins is a totally totally viable way to get into that you're gonna be missing out on the better music for sonic 3 but i obviously like i think in a very 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 casual sense sonic origins is totally fine it's totally fine but the thing is is that if you are a very hardcore sonic fan like someone that would be part of a sonic podcast <laughs> But uh, if you're a hardcore Sonic fan, there's so many little things that they just kind of drop the ball on a little bit. And they just kind of add up and they make Sonic Origins less than the sum of its parts. Like, yes, you have console versions of these widescreen Sonic mobile ports. And yes, you have Sonic 3 in widescreen with, like, the retro engine... And they all have the drop dash, and you have Sonic CD with the drop dash, and all of that's on modern systems. But, like, I think the thing that kind of bothered me the most is that every other Sonic compilation game, like Sonic Mega Collection and Mega Collection Plus and Gems Collection, and hell, even Sonic Jam or Sonic Classic Collection on the DS, they all still had, like, a very high attention to detail for a lot of things. Like, there was a lot of little bonuses that they didn't need to put in there. But they did. Origins feels like it tries to have those, but they dropped the ball. Like, okay, for example, the Digital Deluxe Edition that I bought has bonus music for, like, the little music player. And it has music from the 16-bit Sonic games that weren't in the collection. So you had, like, it came with, like, Sonic Spinball music and Sonic 3D Blast music and... Knuckles Chaotix music, which I love Knuckles Chaotix, so hell yeah, I want Knuckles Chaotix music. That game, that game's OST is awesome. So I buy the Digital Deluxe Edition, I get the music, I put it on, and all, or maybe not all, but actually, I think for Knuckles Chaotix's case, 
all of the music for Knuckles Chaotix is mislabeled. Like, the tracks are not the right, like, what is listed as during the summer is, like, the Speed Slider stage music or whatever. And then, like, Speed Slider is, like, Amazing Arena, and then the credits music is during the summer. And, like, it's such a hard-to-miss, like, mistake that they did. And I think that kind of, like, lack of polish and the lack of, like, revision and, like, just kind of going over things just kind of permeates through the entire collection. And I don't think that something like that would have happened in an earlier Sonic compilation. That's why that game was super disappointing to me. And that's not even, like... I know a lot of other Sonic fans were super upset at, like, the Sonic 3 music thing, where Sonic 3, handful of tracks, uh, I believe it's Carnival Night, Ice Cap, and Launch Base. Their music all got changed due to legal reasons with Brad Buxer, Michael Jackson, those types of people, due to the mess that is the Sonic 3 soundtrack. And they got replaced with the beta tracks, or Sonic 3 and Knuckles, or Sonic and Knuckles collection. DOS tracks. And you know, like, yeah, that sucks. It sucks that you can't listen to Ice Cap Zone. I like Ice Cap Zone as much as the next guy. But I mean, like, the PC version already has a mod probably to fix that. So I don't really think it's that big of a loss. I'm more upset at just all of the weird things that they missed. And then also the bonus levels, like, they have, like, these challenge levels, which, like, sure, I like new content in my Sonic games, but the challenge levels were, like, they were made with, like, basic Sonic block assets. It felt like a Sonic Forces side level. And that's not a compliment. There's just, like, a lot of blocks. And it just felt very cheap. I don't know. If, it, it, uh, I feel like Sonic Origins and Sonic Colors Ultimate both felt like they came out as cheaply as possible it felt like saying you could feel as a sonic fan sega kind of cutting the as many corners as they could to just kind of make a game and release it yeah and that yeah so because we didn't quite explain it i don't think sonic origins was the re-release of sonics one through three yes yes um and cd it also had like oh yes i wasn't i don't I didn't remember if CD was included. But... Everyone forgets CD, it's alright. <laughs> Our first episode, by the way. <laughs> yes. Um, we didn't yeah, forget but CD. They also heavily advertised that they were at a new animation and like a bridging theme and all that, but it was only available in like one mode. Well, yeah, I mean, actually, I will say the uh, the little animations, I like those. Those were good. Those were good, but like, they were good little flourishes. But again, there's still so much other things going wrong with Origins. All of the little things just kind of add up, and it makes something that sounds as good as, hey, these are the best versions of, like, all the classic Sonic games, all in one compilation. It somehow makes that not as good as it should be, you know? I do believe Origins had some development issues, because if I recall correctly, on Twitter, Stealth, the guy headcanon, the guy worked on Sonic Mania in the retro engine for Sonic 3 and Sonic Origins. I don't think he went on super, like, a lot of detail, but he did say that the development for Sonic 3 in particular did not go the way he would have personally had liked it to go. And a, a lot of the glitches, it's not as buggy as something like Sonic Colors Ultimate, obviously, but there were a couple, I do remember there being a couple glitches in something like Sonic 3, and I, I apparently heard that 
you know, that was that was a Sega decision. I don't know. I think, like I said, I think it's just Sega cutting so many corners just to just kind of like release something. That's why that game was super disappointing because compilation titles, that's like my favorite type of game. I love it. I It's weird, but I love it when old retro games are bundled together and put on a new system. I literally just recently bought the latest Atari collection and it's awesome. I love compilation titles. And I love Sonic. I love Sonic. So, like, the Sonic compilation title, like, Sonic Gems Collection is my favorite game of all time. Like, it, I, I love that game with a burning desire. I, Sonic Gems Collection is my favorite piece of software created. Yeah, that's why I was just so disappointed to see them kind of cheap out on another Sonic compilation. Because they could have done a little bit more. Like, they could have just thrown, like, a Genesis or Master System even emulator. Like it's been so long since we last got like the Game Gear games on any modern platform. Like we got them everywhere during the sixth gen because they were on Gems Collection and Mega Collection Plus and even Sonic Adventure DX. Like Sega was just giving those Game Gear Sonic games out and now you can't get them anywhere. So I was like, oh that would make perfect sense for Sonic Origins DLC. Like make like a DLC pack that makes it like Sonic Origins Plus. And it just adds, like, Sonic Spinball, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Sonic 3D Blast, and the Game Gear games. Probably not Knuckles Chaotix, because that would take too much, that would take too much research. And that would take way too much R&D to make a Sega 32X emulator just for one DLC. But, like, that would have been cool! It seems sad that 20 years later, we're not gonna get a collection as good as Gem's collection. Yeah, well... Yeah, and even then, Gems Collection didn't come out the way it was originally going to come out. Apparently, they wanted to put Knuckles Chaotix in. That's why there's, like, a whole collection, or, like, the whole museum menu has, like, a whole page dedicated to Knuckles Chaotix, yet no actual Knuckles Chaotix in the game, because apparently they, 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 couldn't, they couldn't, like I said, they couldn't get the R&D to make a 32X emulator. Then they were also going to put Sega Sonic the Hedgehog in there, but they couldn't get the trackball working. Which so it's just, like... Yeah. yeah, so it's like... Yeah, I get it. Uh, Sonic Sonic Gems Collection could have been, like, the best thing ever, but it's only now just the best thing ever, you know? Yeah, I really like Gems Collection. And even then, like, I know, I know it's probably just me being a weird Sonic fan, which is why I like that game so much, because, like, if you really think about it, the games in Gems Collection are kind of like fringe fan favorites. Not really anything super mainstream or popular. Like, it's just six Game Gear games, Sonic R, Sonic CD, and Sonic the Fighters. So it's like, yeah, that's definitely an oddball bunch. But I think it's because it's an oddball bunch, plus like just the way that the games are presented, plus the fact that there's like the museum that has all the Sonic, like, the screensaver, like, images that you can unlock, and all these brand new Sonic remixes you can listen to. It just kind of gave the game this sort of feel that I just fell in love with, you know? Yeah. Sonic Gems Collection is the best thing ever. Anyways, so that's Sonic Origins. Thing number four that has happened, well... It actually hasn't happened. Sonic Prime! It's happening, right? When is it? 
coming out on Netflix? Who knows? Really? I mean, I thought it was... Like, because we've been seeing trailers for it. I haven't been super keeping up with Prime, mostly due to the fact that I'm mostly a game fan when it comes to Sonic, because Sonic has so many different branching media avenues. There's, like, the games, the movies now, the comics, the TV shows, the multiple different types of TV shows. And I'm I mostly put all my stake into the game part of Sonic. So I haven't really been keeping too much with Sonic Prime, but from what I've seen, it looks interesting. I mean, we have like they're ha- like we're having new Sonic ca- or maybe not new Sonic characters, but we're having like characters that normally wouldn't show up in Sonic games show up. Like I think Rouge is there. We haven't seen her in a while. It's like a whole multiverse kind of plot, right? That's what I thought it was. Yeah. I think having a multiverse sort of like, like, I think it's kind of like an overdone concept like these days, but I think it makes a lot of sense for Sonic because again, of the aforementioned multiple media avenues that Sonic is. So there's a lot of different Sonics. I don't think they're actually like using each individual, like different Sonic from each of the previous like continuities. I think they're trying to do their own thing. But, like, I don't know. I think that'll probably work. I'll probably watch it. Yeah. Uh, I don't have Netflix, but I'll probably find some way to watch it. I don't know. Yeah. I probably have a friend that has Netflix. I don't have Netflix anymore, either. I've already got Prime. <laughs> well, yeah. But, yeah, it's interesting that the plot seems like it's very 2000s, but at the same time, it's not taking itself too seriously. I mean, I like that. I like the 2000s. I think that having a comeback of that, those kinds of, like, vibes is awesome so like but i mean what i was saying is like it's the kind of plot that people would be all in the 2000s yeah 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 it's very cool it looks all right obviously i don't think we can talk too much about a television show that hasn't aired yet but if anything it's weird that out of all the things that they talked about in sonic central that's the one thing that still hasn't really released yet. That we got the concert, we got all the things, we got both the Sonic games that they showed off. That's the one thing in that Sonic Central from over a year ago that still has not released yet. Oh, and I will say, the new voice actor that they got for Sonic for Sonic Prime, because apparently Sonic Prime has like I think it's I think it's because it's being produced in Canada, and, and there's like some Canadian law where like I don't think it's a law thing. I don't know. Apparently, they had to have all Canadian voice actors, so the entire, like, cast for Sonic Prime is different. And I honestly like the new Sonic. I think I think he's good. He's a good, uh, a good addition to the cast of, the wide cast of English Sonic voice actors. Because there's, the, he's like, what, English Sonic voice number, what, five now? Six? There's Jaleel White, Ryan Drummond... Jason Griffith, uh, Roger, uh, and the new guy, right? Oh, and Ben Schwartz. Six, he's the sixth Sonic. So, that's a lot of Sonics. That's a lot of Sonics. That's thing number four. And then lastly, the probably most topical thing, which you apparently still also haven't played, so get on it. <laughs> Sonic Frontiers! It came out. Came out last month. It looks good. The reason I didn't get it is because I'm not sure about the whole open world thing. It seems like it's only half implemented. I bought it at launch because of course I did. I really wish, I kind of wish I didn't because 
it went on sale on Black Friday for like a lot less, or maybe not a lot less, it was like a third, like 30% off. And I don't like paying $60 for any video game, but I, I took one for the team for Sonic. Um, I haven't bought a video game in a very long time. My wish list just ballooned of stuff from five years ago. And, uh... Yeah, I mean, I don't really buy games for sixty dollars for any for any like system. That's why I never buy Nintendo games. But I did buy. Actually, it's funny I say that because I did buy, thanks to some stream donations, I did buy like Splatoon three. Yeah, I made a deal with my brother to go half and half on Xenoblade three. So I actually did buy a couple new Nintendo games. But Sonic Frontiers, I bit the bullet and bought that for 60 bucks. And I played through it. I haven't 100%ed it. It's actually a super easy platinum. Like, if you want to get all the achievements, like, you don't even have to do everything in the game to get all the achievements. So, Achievement Hunters have that going for them. It seems um, like people are really enjoying modding it. Yeah, oh, it's probably super moddable. I bought it, again, on Xbox because I don't really play PC and I don't have, like, a PS5, so... The Switch version, I mean, honestly, I was going to clown on for being, like, super low res and, like, 30 frames per second and having, like, really, really, really bad popping. But, like, man, I think it's kind of incredible that Sonic Frontiers even runs on the Switch. And especially with, like, what's been going on with Pokemon. I'm not even going to touch that. But, like, especially with what's been going on with Pokemon, I'm like, all right, hey, Sonic Frontiers on the Switch ain't looking half bad. But I played it on Xbox to go back to what I was saying with colors i think sonic frontiers was exactly what the series needs right now i don't know if that's gonna make it hold up well in the future i'm not sure but i think it's what the series needs now and i think that's probably why the uh, reception to it so far has been so positive like apparently the game has been like outselling even like mania which is crazy because mania was like the safest bet and it was that game was awesome but the fact that there's been, like, more concurrent Steam players playing Sonic Frontiers than even Mania, like, that's crazy. But to, I guess, address your, your concerns about it, I think that the open zone, like, the open zone nature, I think it I think it actually works in the game's favor. I think that, you know, there's really, like, four uh, big worlds for you to explore. And... I think they're all big enough that they're, like, like fun to explore, but they're not, like, so big that it just kind of gets tedious. And I think Sonic is fun to control all throughout. It, it makes it really fun to traverse the world. I definitely think that they could have probably, like, leaned a little bit more in the physics aspect of Sonic. Especially, like, the second island has, like, these really big sand dunes, and it really made me want to just, like, roll into a ball and, like, just... Through the uh, the sand dunes and, and the, the engine's not really built around that kind of thing, but I definitely think that the open world nature, I actually like it a lot. If anything, one thing that I really think would be really neat, I think it would be cool if Sega remade like Sonic One, but like with the open zone formula. So you just have like this big, you would have six islands. Or, like, zones, right? And it would be, like, Green Hill, Marble, Spring Yard, Labyrinth, Starlight, Scrap Brain. And it would just be, like, instead of having them just be, like, linear little levels, it would just be, like, this big open, six big open worlds. I think that would be really cool to be able to, like, explore, like, the classic zones. Because that's what I think the one kind of thing that left me wanting a little bit more about 
Sonic Frontiers was mostly like, I'm not going to say the art style, but I guess like the world themes. Because everything's all kind of like photorealistic and not really like Sonic-y. And the first world and the fifth world, and I guess also the fourth world, because like the fourth, there's like a... There's like a fourth island that's really short. So it's really like a half world, I guess. But the first world and the fifth world like kind of look the same. And then the second world is just like a desert. And the third world is a volcano. So it's like, yeah, those are cool themes. But like, I want to explore like Marble Zone like this. Or like, I want to, I want a water level. Give me a, give me a terrible water level where Sonic drowns every two seconds. Ah, that would be awesome. That would be an interesting spin on Sonic 1 because it is very different from all the other games. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is I think that would be super cool. I would love it if Sega did something like that. Would be like to, to like remake Sonic 1 in like that kind of way. Because I really actually do enjoy the open zone nature. I do think that sometimes it does feel a little bit like sporadic like with all the random rails in the sky and like springs everywhere that just kind of launch you into a little mini platforming challenge that just kind of gets you a little token i think that yeah it can feel a little sporadic but i don't know that's kind of the fun of it being an open world game i don't really play that many open world games so like whenever i do play one it's always kind of fun to just explore can you explain why i'm hearing about guns guns yeah apparently you can kill everything with a gun in sort of what? Don't tell this, me this is, is a mod video. Oh my god. It has to be a mod video. I have never shot anything. What, is it Shadow? Okay, let me have a look. I bet I'm gonna watch this now and be like, oh, never mind, it's a gun. It's a mod. Uh. I wish you could give Sonic a gun. Sonic no, can't no, use a gun. Everyone... A, this is clearly a mod, I'm sorry. Everyone knows that Shadow is the one with the gun. It's a mod that replaces Sonic's model with a pistol. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, and then when you go super, you turn into uh, a rifle. Uh, that that goes hard. Yeah, sorry. I clearly didn't watch the video. <laughs> that actually does remind me. The boss fights in Sonic Frontiers are awesome. Like, they're incredible. It's... It's really funny because, like, normally the big spectacle Super Sonic boss is reserved for the final boss in every other Sonic game. So for Sonic Frontiers, every boss is the final boss. And that's awesome. Because every boss is just this crazy spectacle of Super Sonic going nuts, anime nonsense, Metal Gear Rising music playing. Sonic is, like, freaking fighting a titan. And it's, it goes crazy, and you're just like, yo! You're, you're just at the edge of your seat the whole time. Sonic, god, the bosses in Sonic Frontiers are an absolute highlight. Yes, I have seen that, and it does look like a lot of fun. It's just, it seems like the, uh, the framing device of the open world is not great. I mean, I don't know, I think... Uh-uh, eh, I don't know. I, I like it. I think that the open world... It's not as weird as it seems. If anything, I think that the the weirdest things are the like cyberspace levels, the not the not open world parts, because they just kind of copy and paste levels from previous Sonic games, and 
That's it. I would like. I think it would have been really cool if there was a little bit more attention put towards the cyberspace levels, so that like it breaks up the action because it definitely gets a little monotonous. Maybe not monotonous, but like it definitely gets a little numbing when you just run around in one big open world for so long that like you want to break it up with actual little platforming levels. So I think the idea of the cyberspace levels are good. But I think the implementation's a little... Eh. They're like Sonic Forces length levels, and they're also like copied from other Sonic games. They steal levels from, I believe, Generations? Like, they literally steal the level design. Like, it's like it's not even like, oh, it's an homage. Like, no, it's like exactly, oh, this is Green Hill Zone. Or, oh, this is literally Sky Sanctuary. Oh, this is literally Speed Highway. Like, they just take the level design straight up. Uh, take it, like they... The level structure, like the way that the levels, not so much are designed, but the actual way that they're presented is interesting. Yeah, well, again, it's they just kind of show the cyberspace levels in three, like, I think three different, four different themes, because there's Green Hill, Chemical Plant, Sky Sanctuary, and then which, like, I don't know. I, I would I would have liked some more visual variety. Sorry, I lost you. What was the fourth one? Like, it literally just a highway. It's not even speed highway. It's just <laughs> a highway. Yeah, it's it's a little weird. But, yeah, they take level up designs from Generations. They take level designs from Unleashed. And bizarrely, they take level designs from Adventure 2. Despite it not really being a boost formula game. And, like, the other one's being boost formula games so it's like really weird to like play metal harbor with like boost sonic or like green forest or like i think city escapes in there radical highway is in there sky rail is there and it's like huh i don't know it's weird it's it's just weird also seeing like oh you're playing through metal harbor but the aesthetics are like a chemical plant or whatever and it's like I don't know it's just I think I think it's just weird but I will say unlike the other two Sonic game releases that came out in the uh the time period between our last episode it did not feel like they cheaped out on Sonic Frontiers it it seems a little unpolished but I don't think that's because they cheaped out I think it's just because they were just kind of working with what they had, and obviously it's not going to be a super polished AAA super game because they obviously it's not that's just not the scope of the game. Yeah, I mean, you would hope you'd not cheap out on your semi-open world game. You would hope, but I mean, Sonic Sonic teams, or maybe not Sonic team, but Sega's track record with Sonic games really was. That's why I was kind of hesitant with Sonic Frontiers because, like. With the previous Sonic games being Colors Ultimate, Origins, Team Sonic Racing, Forces, none of those games instill confidence. So, the fact that they really put everything together, and I think also due to the fact that Sonic is a brand, I think, overall, thanks to, like, the movie, Sonic has been, like, super popular these days. I think that they kind of realized they couldn't mess up Sonic Frontiers. They couldn't cheap out. They had to have made something interesting and they did that's the fun thing is it's not even like uh this isn't even like a case where i'm like 
they knew what they had to do, and because they were Sonic Team, they messed it up, and we the the series has never recovered since. Still, but not it's not it's not like that at all because it's like hey, they did it. The game's great. Well, it, uh, yeah, it's great. They're even gonna add DLC. They're gonna add like new characters. That's crazy. I mean, I I think like I would have rather them. I think the characters, like the new characters. Because I believe they're going to add, like, playable Tails, Knuckles, and Amy. Which is crazy, because that means a playable Amy in 3D. <laughs> like, literally, playable 3D Amy has never happened in a single-player mode. That's awesome. Oh, wait, I, I I forgot about Sonic Boom. Okay, so playable Amy never happened in a single-player game that's worth a damn. <laughs> what about Sonic Advance? The 3D Amy. Sonic Advance is 2D. I mean, I do like... I do... I, I, we could do a whole episode on just where are the Sonic characters. Because I've been... I played before I got COVID and then I had to stop playing a bunch of Sonic games. I was playing a whole bunch of Sonic games last month. And I caught COVID and then I had all stop. I was playing through the writer's games. And I was just like, man, you can play as Cream? You can play as Rouge? What the hell? Like, you... Like, there's a lot of Sonic characters that... Sega just kind of... You can't even play as Cream in Team Sonic Racing. She got replaced by a bunch of chow. R.I.P. in the Babylon Rogues. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, honestly. Oh, actually, you know, I, I will say, I will say, and you should definitely play Sonic Frontiers because of this, but the writing is fantastic. We have Ian Flynn actually working on the Sonic games instead of just the comics. And I have no qualms about the writing. The characters actually feel like characters and not Disneyland mascots, which is awesome. And honestly, I think it's a fun contrast from Sonic Colors, because Sonic Colors, I think, was the first game where they really toned back the writing a lot. And then it was kind of just like that for the entirety of the 2010s. And then now we actually have writing again. The Sonic characters feel like characters. But I will say that the one thing that's crazy about Frontiers is there's a lot of references in the writing. Like, they just kind of name drop random stuff, right? Like, they name drop the events that happened in Sonic Forces. They they literally reference the Deadly Six from Sonic Lost World. They name drop Dark Gaia. They name drop the Babylon Rogues. They name drop Sticks of the Badger. And I believe even, like, Tangle from the comics is now a game character. We should talk about the IDW comic sometime. I hear they're very good. I need to read them. I haven't. I I have still only read a little bit of the Archie comics, and I'm still oh in Ken God. Pender's. Yes, I remember that you were in Ken Pender's hell. Was like, I don't know if I want to continue. Yeah, I I, st I haven't really continued since then. I want to, but uh, Ken, he's a character. Apparently, Ken Pender's like leaked some Spider-Man thing. He's always doing some know. rubbish. I don't know what that was all about. Yeah, apparently, like, the, like there's, like, a canceled Spider-Man movie. And Pender's leaked, like, the props from it. Or whatever. And it's like, okay, shout-outs. Oh, Shout-out to Ken Penders. Well, there were the Vulture Wings from uh, Sam Raimi's character Spider-Man 4. And apparently they were auctioned off and they were, they were in some museum for a bit. Now they're in storage. Nobody can see them. Huh. But I don't think Ken Penders was involved in that. It was just a known thing. I don't know, man. All I know is Ken Penders is involved with something Spider-Man related. I thought you were going to say Ken Penders is always involved with something spicy, and I was going to agree. 
Well, I mean, he is, though. It's Ken Penders. Oh my god, that man. Dare I look and see what he's done this time. Classic. Classic Ken Penders. No, I don't think I will. <laughs> I oh, that's the other well. thing. That's the other thing. They they dependified the Sonic cannon. <laughs> yes. With Frontiers. Because... I believe, especially with the movie, with Sonic Movie 2, Ken Bender's pretty much his stigma, like, the, the easiest way to set off the Pender alarm if you're making anything with Sonic. The easiest way is you literally just make an echidna, make an echidna, and involve that echidna with the Master Emerald and, like, the Chaos Emeralds. Did if he you have something have... to say about the movies? I don't remember. I don't know if he actually did pursue legal action. But he did threaten to pursue legal action after seeing Sonic 2, because Sonic 2 has a scene where one of Knuckles' ancestors uses, like, a Chaos Emerald to, like, wipe out the villains, or whatever, or, like, something like that. Basically, it was a pretty standard Knuckles backstory, you know? He's like, my ancestors were protecting this jewel so that they could smite their foes, or whatever. And Ken Penders saw that. He saw the movie and he freaked out and he's like, they stole my character. They stole Enerjack. And yeah, the easiest way you can set off the Pender alarm is if you make an Echidna and you relate that Echidna to the Chaos Emeralds. If you do that, you will summon Ken Penders. It's just a fact. He's just um, there waiting. Yeah, he's there. He literally is there. He is on speed dial. Like, if you if you make an Echidna and relate him to the Chaos Emeralds, he's going to be all like, Hey, 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 hey! Don't copy Lara Sue! I'm using him for my Lara Sue Chronicles creation original thing that I'm making. Yeah, I mean, that's why Sonic Chronicles had to be banished to the Shadow Realm. Because they made an Echidna character that Ken Penders freaked out over. And then sued. Yeah, no, Frontiers has decoupled in the Sonic canon. The Chaos Emeralds are no longer linked to the Echidnas. They are linked to weird space chaos people. Yay! No, there's no, no more, no more, no more pending! Ken Penders can't, he can't pend anymore. He can't be messing up, you can't, he can't be freaking trying to mess with the Sonic Cannon anymore, because now the Sonic Cannon is... There's, we're, we're going very far away from coupling Echidnas with the, with the Chaos Emeralds. I think Knuckles will still probably be protecting the Master Emerald, because it would be weird if he hasn't, if he doesn't. But, like, I think the Sonic Cannon, there's no more correlation between Knuckles and the Echidnas and the Chaos Emeralds. Which, thank God, means that we, Knuckles can do his own things, we can talk about Echidnas, and we don't need to be concerned about getting sued by Ken Penders. <laughs> Wonderful. Which is just what we needed, honestly. It really is. If anything, that's what I've heard, I guess, to bring things to the most recent sort of news. It seems like Sonic Frontiers exists as a sort of first step for the rebranding. Maybe not rebranding, but I guess like maybe less resurrection, but more like the conglomeration of 
the Sonic canon. It seems like now the Sonic, the people that are working, they're working on Sonic. A lot of the Sonic brand managers at Sega of America and probably also Sega of Japan. And a lot of the people that write for Sonic. Basically, a lot of the people that work on Sonic stuff. It seems like all of the Sonic, the people working on Sonic, all the Sonic team, are kind of making a unified new canon that will just be the canon. We're finally going to have a Sonic canon. Which I guess will make our tagline a bit strange <laughs> in it going forward. But we're actually going to have a Sonic canon, it seems. Because it, it seems like even Sega... Sega and a lot of like the Sonic like brand managers, they're hiring. I don't know if they found someone. They probably have already by now. But they were hiring because they needed Sonic lore experts to work for Sega. Apparently, they, they kind of clarified a little bit. And it's because they want to make a... They want to kind of make a new, consistent unified sonic cannon and i think that's pretty freaking awesome because it means hey 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 no more bending baby <laughs> i wonder if prime is going to tie into that because of the whole dimension hopping thing just like wave has oh yes all the other comics and all of the old cartoons they're all different universes maybe i don't think they actually are going to go into that but they might it looked like from the trailers that they were kind of trying to do their own thing rather than just be all like, this is the ZAM Sonic universe. This is Sonic Underground universe, also known as the best timeline. Uh, this is uh, the Sonic Boom universe or whatever. I don't think, I don't think they're doing, they might, they might do like a special where they like get a preview. I don't actually, I don't know if they, I don't know if they can do the whole Canadian voice actors thing, but like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, they're finally unifying the Sonic canon. They're making, like, steps to essentially, like, tie everything together, all the games together, all the media together, all the comics together. And I think it's super neat, and I can't wait to see where it goes. But yeah. That pretty much is all the things. We're pretty much caught up now. Now we what? can... Now what? I don't know. What do, what do we do now? We go into hiatus for another year. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't, know, I don't know really where to go from here. I think... Uh, I guess... To kind of wrap things up... Um, Sonic, there's been a lot... Hang on, hang on. What? We didn't even mention the second movie that much. We didn't, no. But... I feel like that would probably be better for its own kind of thing. <laughs> this 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 episode this episode I think is already going on long enough. We've yes. already talked about so much, so uh, I think probably for 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 all of our sakes, uh, it would probably be better to keep Sonic movie stuff to its own episode. Yes, and. We released an episode this year, if I can add it at any time. Which I we did it! It's uh, December 33rd.
2020. What are you talking about? 2020 never ended. It's never over. It's never over. Never be game over.